Yo, Zay Gonzalez Show, Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. And on Fridays, beginning at noon here on your local sports, the leader, 1430 ESPN. Good morning. Appreciate you for being here. Appreciate you for listening in and being a part of the conversation. Appreciate all of your emails. Um, appreciate all of your uh, direct messages. And uh, just appreciate all of you. All right, so let's get to the fresh headlines of the day today. And some of them are going to be the same as what you've heard already. Some are going to be a little different, um, but uh, we'll get to that here. Let's begin with the one I mentioned earlier, and we'll give you some stats with it this time. And that is that Nick Saban, um, one of uh, college football's all-time greats, has decided to hang it up. He turned Alabama back into a national powerhouse. It included six national championships. Well, he announced his retirement after 17 seasons in Tuscaloosa. Zabin said in a statement, quote, The University of Alabama has been a very special place to Terry and me. We have enjoyed every minute of our 17 years being the head coach at Alabama, as well as becoming a part of the Tuscaloosa community. It is not just about how many games we won and lost, but it's about the legacy and how we went about it. We always tried to do it the right way. The goal was always to help players create more value for their future, be the best player they could be, and be more successful in life because they were part of the program. Hopefully, we have done that and we will always consider Alabama our home, end quote. Saban, who is 72 years of age, just completed his 17th season at the helm of uh, Alabama, uh, the Crimson Tide. Uh, Michigan uh, beat them in the semifinal, uh, and uh, Michigan obviously ended up being the national championship. He won 201 games, tied with Vince Dooley, for the second most wins at a single school in SEC history, behind... You heard me mention his name earlier, and that was 232 games in 25 seasons for Bear Bryant, who also did it with the University of Alabama. Under Bryant, Alabama reached dynastic heights, winning 13 SEC championships and six national titles. Saban returned to the Crimson Tide to to those same heights, winning nine conference crowns and six national championships. Um, Alabama Athletic Director Greg Byrne said, quote, simply put, Nick Saban is one of the greatest coaches of all time in any sport. He is the consummate coach, mentor, and leader, and his impact is felt far beyond the football field. While his time as our coach may have come to an end, his legacy will live on forever. What an honor it has been for us to have a front row seat to one of the best to ever do it, end quote. So Alabama's uh, Nick Saban has decided he is no longer going to be the head coach. We have, as mentioned earlier, a special visit from Angelique Martinez, KC24 CBS 47, at bottom of hour number three, hour three, um, to um, to uh, talk about this situation and how it's going. What was there any down? Uh, um, was there any downfall for many recruits or any uh, uncommittal recruits and uh, well or decommitting recruits? Pardon me. And uh, there was a five-star wide receiver, Ryan Williams. He told ESPN yesterday that he has decommitted from the Crimson Tide's 2024 recruiting class. William 
Uh, Williams is the number nine overall recruit and the number three receiver in the ESPN 300, a player out of Sarlin, Alabama. Williams had been committed to the Crimson Tide since October, and he was caught off guard by the news of Saban retiring. Quote, I had no idea, actually. It's the dead period, and I just saw all the other players transferring or declaring for the draft. I was wondering what would happen, but I found out through Twitter that Saban was retiring. End quote. He gave uh, the Alabama coaches a call to make sure the news was real, and he said that uh, they confirmed that the legendary coach was leaving. Um, and uh, Williams said, "Quote: After Coach uh, Wiggins, uh, after Coach Wiggins leaving, it was already hard because it's my position coach. But you can always find another position coach. Which Coach Saban leaving, it's like the legacy leaving. That was the cherry on top." End quote. Williams did not sign a national letter of intent in December during the early signing period and had uh, planned on waiting to sign until his birthday in February because he is unsigned. He is free to continue his recruiting process. The NFL has designated the four teams that will give up a home game in 2024 and host a game in Europe instead. The league announced um, today the Chicago Bears, the Minnesota Vikings, the Jacksonville Jaguars will each host a game in London, while the Carolina Panthers will host, host a game in Munich. Opponents and dates will be announced uh, along with the rest of the NFL schedule in the spring. Uh, the NFL will not play in Mexico City due to the renovations at Estadio Azteca, but the league previously announced plans to play a 2024 game at the Corinthians Arena in Sao Paulo, Brazil. The NFL has not announced either team for that matchup. The Bears and Vikings will each play their game at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, while the Jaguars will return to Wembley Stadium as part of their ongoing commitment to play in the United Kingdom. The Panthers game in Munich will be at Alliance Fee, uh, Arena. Quote, taking our game to more fans around the world is a major, uh, major priority for the league and its 32 teams, and we are delighted to returning to London and Munich in 2024. And quote that coming from Peter O'Reilly, the NFL's NFL, uh, the NFL's executive vice president of club business, league events and international um, as well. He said that in a statement, um, the NFL shifted to the 17 game schedule. And when they did that, they opened up the possibility of the team that had an extra home game that season being able to uh, use that extra home game in the uh, in uh, in the international series. Uh, some soccer news, uh, uh, Manchester United forward Jadon Sancho has returned to Borussia Dortmund on loan. It was announced uh, today. Dortmund's transfer announcement for Sancho emulated basketball legend Michael Jordan's famous quote, I'm back, end quote. News release when he came back from playing Major League Baseball to rejoin the Chicago Bear, uh, Bulls in 1995. Sancho signed from Bor uh, Dortmund for 73 million euros, $93 million in the deal in 2021, but hasn't played for United since August. So um, he is leaving the club. After 14 seasons, 10 playoff appearances, and the franchise lone Super Bowl championship, Pete Carroll has um, been pushed out. 
um, from being the Seattle Seahawks head coach. Team owner Jody Allen said in a statement Wednesday that the decision was made, quote, after thoughtful meetings and careful consideration for the best interest of the franchise, end quote. Uh, Carroll finished the season with a 9-8 record, missed the playoffs for the second time in three seasons, and will remain with the team in an unspecified advisory role. He um, had a press conference and was uh, visibly um, emotional as well. Uh, He said that ownership have, quote, mutually agreed to set a new course, end quote, um, that they, quote, competed pretty hard, end quote, uh, to remain Seattle's coach and that he ultimately, quote, went along with their intentions, end quote. Um, so basically, what Pete uh, Carroll is saying is, I fought my, for my job. I asked them to not let my job go to anybody else. Um, I fought for it. They kept uh, on their path. So I said, well, might as well get on their path because I'm going to be pushed out if I'm not. But tell me what the definition of being pushed out really is. When talking about his potential advisory role, he said, quote, We're going to figure that out. We don't really know right now, but I'm grateful for the intention that the organization has to try to find something that makes sense. So we'll see. I don't know. End quote. The Seahawks are expected to be interested in, among others, Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. Uh, Quinn has served... um, Quinn served as an assistant from 2009 to 2010 and was also their defensive coordinator from 2013 to 2014 when they won won the Super Bowl and nearly repeated as champions the following year. The CX have uh, no obvious head coaching candidates on their current staff. Carroll's assistant coaches have been given permission to look for jobs elsewhere. Quote, Pete is the winningest coach in Seahawks history. Brought the city its first Super Bowl title and created a tremendous impact over the past 14 years on the field and in the community. His expertise in leadership and building a championship culture will continue as an integral part of our organization moving forward. So Pete Carroll, he is out there as well. Um, another one, you guys already know this one, but I'm going to say it to you anyways, and that is that uh, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are expected to part ways today after a remarkable 24 seasons together, ending an unmatched run in NFL history with six Super Bowl titles. Belichick and Patriots owner Robert Kraft spent a good part of this week periodically meeting and discussing how each side wanted to proceed. Um, From sources familiar with those in uh, conversations, there was said to be no conflict, no disagreement, and in the end, productive talks uh, resulted in a mutual decision that left both sides comfortable and at ease. Belichick, who had one year remaining on his contract, will be allowed to leave the team without the Patriots seeking compensation. He will want to continue coaching and is expected to draw interest from at least some of the other seven NFL teams that have head coaching vacancies. Pretty clear that uh, that could be the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, The Patriots will now embark on their first head coaching search in a quarter century. Um, Patriots linebackers coach Jared Mayo whom the team signed to a contract extension in the offseason, um, has been identified as a rising head coaching candidate by Robert Kraft and projects to be a, if not the, leading candidate for the job. Mayo played for the Patriots from 2008 to 2014 and has been an assistant under Bill Belichick since 2019. 
2018. Belichick's exit from New England is expected to come less than 24 hours after his close friend, Nick Saban, retired from Alabama. So interesting to see how Belichick, Carroll, and uh, as well as um, Saban all have some sort of great ties uh, together, and how that uh, and how that all brings it all all to uh, fruition. Um, another headline here. We're doing a lot of headlines today because there's a lot of headlines. Victor Wembanyama, um, he, uh, the seven foot three French rookie phenom, had 16 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists for his first NBA triple double, leading the San Antonio Spurs to 130-108 victory over the Detroit Pistons. Wembanyama played just 20 minutes, 21 minutes, and two seconds. <coughs> The second fewest minutes in a triple-double performance in the shot clock era. Russell uh, Westbrook did it in 20 minutes and 17 seconds and had a triple-double for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So shout-out to Wembenyama for uh, his uh, historic triple-double. The Cubs and Shodine Manga... Um, are finalizing a four-year, $53 million deal. The Cubs finalized the deal with Japanese lefty Shodai Manga on Wednesday, agreeing to a four-year, $53 million contract. The deal has several provisions, including the team's option to extend the contract after both years two and three to $80 million in uh, over five years. But if the Cubs declined in either year, Manga can choose to become a free agent or remain in the original contract. The agreement came as Imanga's posting window was coming to a close. He had until Thursday to sign with an MLB team or return to the Yokomaha um, Bay Stars in the Nippon Professional Baseball Organization. The Cubs will also pay just under $10 million to the Bay Stars in form of a release. The district attorney's office in Los Angeles uh, determined Tuesday that it will not file felony charges against former Dodgers pitcher Julio Urias following his arrest in, on suspicion of domestic violence, writing in, a, uh, in its charge evaluation worksheet that, quote, neither the victim's injuries nor the defendant's criminal history justify a felony filing, and quote. The case now will move to the Los Angeles City's attorney's office for misdemeanor filing considerations. Major League Baseball, which launched an independent investigation into the incident, likely will wait until the city's attorney's office rules before determining a potential suspension. Currently a free agent, he was previously exp uh, suspended 20 games by Major League Baseball in 2019 following an arrest on suspicion of misdemeanor domestic battery. He was not criminally charged in that incident. If suspended again, Urias would become the first repeat offender um, in the history of the league's domestic violence policy, which launched in 2015. So um, he is uh, looking good in that terminology. Former um, uh, Atlanta Brave and now potentially a Ranger. He has uh, signed a minor league deal with the Rangers, and that is Shane uh, Green. Uh, he is one of the three right-handers that has signed a minor league contract with invitations to spring training with the defending World Series champions. Uh, let me make sure I didn't miss any of them before we go to a break here and uh, come on the other side um, with our top five, bottom five, and that is this. 
Uh, Kawhi Leonard has signed an extension with the, the Clippers. They announced the deal yesterday, uh, but didn't disclose the terms. He, and then sources told the Adrian Wojnarowski that he signed a three-year, $153 million contract. Leonard said after the Clippers beat Toronto, quote, with the conversation that I have with them about it, I think for the most part, everybody's coming back. So with me signing an extension, I think it gives us a chance to sign both of those players. And quote, Leonard and George entered the season eligible for a max extension of four years, $223 million. Um, Warshanowski uh, reported that Leonard's extension will pay the forward $52 million in first year approximately $50 million over the next two years. The extension does not include a player option, but does include a 15% trade kicker. Asked about his thinking in taking a shorter extension than what was available, he said, quote, I think at that point, I'm going to be 35. So he's like, nah, I'm going to be 35, but it's okay. I'm good. It's all right. Um, so there you go. I believe that is all of the headlines. Let me go through my notes really quickly here. I want to make sure I give you guys all the headlines um, that are out here right now um, just because uh, it was absolute chaos in this morning. Absolute chaos. Not expecting Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots to officially um, move on and part ways and go in different directions. But that is what happened uh, this morning and uh, yeah, going through this, I believe we got all of our fresh headlines uh, this morning. There you go. All right. Um, so reminder, coming up in hour number two, we have our guy Gus. We'll talk to Gus about everything. All of these news, um, uh, all of this sports news coming out today, yesterday, and the day before that. And we'll also talk to Angelique Martinez, KC24, CBS 47, bottom of hour number three. Um, we'll talk to her uh, about Nick Saban's retirement. And uh, remember, top of the hour, hour number th uh, three, we have Mitch Carricker. So top of hour three, Mitch Carricker, Fresno City College baseball coach, bottom of hour number three, Angelique Martinez, KC24, CBS 47, to talk about um, the uh, Nick Saban retirement. All right, so coming up next, we have the... Uh, we have your top five, bottom five. We got 10 teams. I know we have 14. So 14, four teams will be left out. And I'm going to give you my five best teams. I'm going to give you my five worst teams. And you can see which four teams are in the middle. That's next. Top five, bottom five. You're listening to the Jose Gonzalez Show.
The Jose Gonzalez Show, Monday through Thursday, 7 a.m. and on Fridays, beginning at noon on your local sports leader, 1430 ESPN. A reminder coming up in a few, our guy Gussie will be joining us top of hour number two, and we will talk to him for almost 40 minutes. And we will go with him about Nick Saban. We'll go with him about uh, the coaching openings in the NFL. We'll go with him about the Dodgers and what they've done. And we'll talk Major League Baseball with him and uh, where we currently are in in the month of January. We have a lot to dive into with my guy, uh, Gus. We'll do that top of hour number two. And uh, again, Mitch Carricker, Fresno City College baseball coach, will be joining the show as well. Top of hour number three, Angelique Martinez, bottom of hour number three. All right, so let's get to the top five teams, the bottom five teams. I debated this a lot. I debated this very, uh, very hard. And uh, that is because most years you could look at teams and you could go on a, you can go out on a limb and say, this is what's probably going to happen. Can there be surprises? Yeah, but this year, uh, yeah, I know that the Ravens and the Niners are really good, and 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 I know that we are looking at them like, yeah, okay, they're going to run out of the building. But every team in the NFL at least lost four games. There's no one that has you know those two losses, those three. Everybody, the the Baltimore Ravens, thirteen and four on the season. The Niners, 12-5, and five, and th- that record is tied with two others, with Dallas and Detroit. So let's get to the top five, bottom five here, and let's go to the bottom five teams in the playoffs. At number five, the Pittsburgh Steelers. To me, the Steelers are not going to win if there was um, a game that I felt confident in, um, that I felt the most confident in, it's this one. And it's the, the Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Buffalo Bills. My number five, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. At number four, this one's interesting because they have not been playing well um, as of late. Things could obviously go astray. I can't put them on this list at that point. And I'm going to put at number four, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Coming in at number nine and eight, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are my fourth worst. Um, Actually, I I don't know what I'm doing mentally. My number one worst team going into this is Pittsburgh. My second worst team going into this playoff is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Pardon me. I made a mistake. The Pittsburgh Steelers, worst team entering the playoffs. The uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the second worst team entering the playoffs for me. At number three, um, I, you know, I believe they have a chance to make an upset. But I got to trust what I'm seeing. And what I'm seeing is a team that can beat bad teams. But, ba- but really, when it comes down to a lot of things, uh, pardon me, they can beat good teams but can't beat bad teams at times. They beat teams like the Kansas City Chiefs. Beat teams like the Detroit Lions. They beat the Rams this season. So, look, 
I'm going to put them, uh, the Green Bay Packers, are my third worst team. And I believe that they can have an upset over the Dallas Cowboys, but I don't see it as likely. So, uh, number one, Steelers. Number two, Tampa. Number three, Green Bay. At number four, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I know it's tough but I'm going to land them at number four because I believe that the Bucks have a chance to upset them. And if I believe that the Bucks have a serious chance, and I'm not even sure it might be called an upset, uh, the Eagles have just been absolutely atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. They All they needed to do was win against the Cardinals and against the Giants, and they would have won the division. All they had to do... All they had to do was win those two games. They win the division. They couldn't even do that. So at number four, the Philadelphia Eagles. At number five, at number five, give me the give me the Los Angeles Rams. I believe the Rams are good. I believe the Rams can create an upset. I was really debating them over the Houston Texans, and I almost changed my mind right now. As I was looking at my list, I almost said something different, but get me the Los Angeles Rams as my fifth worst team entering the NFL playoffs. My top five teams entering the NFL playoffs at number one for the first time this season. I believe they have the best record in the NFL, and that doesn't dictate to me, but they did beat the team that I had at number one, and I do give credit for head-to-head matchups. And, well, the Baltimore Ravens are my number one team entering the NFL playoffs. So the 13-4 and four Ravens are number one. And number two, I think you will guess it, they were number one. They'll slot down one space uh, to number two, and that is the San Francisco 49ers, 12-5 and five on the season. They come in as my second best team entering the NFL playoffs. At number three, this one might surprise you, and I think it will surprise me as well because uh, I just, uh, just kind of changed my mind, and I put them up one spot more. I had them at four. Instead, I'm going to have them at three. And that is the Buffalo Bills. The Bills who won the division on the last game of the season. They're 11-6. and six. This team at one point looked like they weren't going to be in this. They won five straight games to end the season. They had a chance to beat the Eagles. That would have given them a different uh, side to this. But at number three, the Buffalo Bills are my third best team entering the NFL playoffs. At number four, it is the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys come in as my fourth best team entering the playoffs. And right here, I got stuck, and I got stuck with a lot. But you know what? Even if they haven't won a playoff game in what feels like 50 years, I have to give them credit when credit is due. And the Detroit Lions deserve some credit. They are my fifth best team entering the NFL playoffs. The teams I didn't mention, the Houston Texans, the Cleveland Browns, the Miami Dolphins, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Those were the four teams I didn't mention in my top five, bottom five, so they slot in in that middle ground. All right, that was top five, bottom five. Coming up next, we'll get you ready for hour number two. You're listening to The Jose Gonzalez Show. 
there we go. The end of hour number one. Here we go. The beginning of hour number two. Appreciate every single one of you for being here, for listening in, for being a part of the conversation. As I always say, we appreciate you. 1430 ESPN Fresno, we appreciate you for tuning in, even through the things that like happened yesterday, where um, we found those difficulties. We appreciate it. Uh, Again, we're grateful. Thank you. Hour two next. You're listening to those Gonzalez show.